Hey, cashiers. We Have the Receipts podcast is coming at you live from Netflix is a Joke Fest in Los Angeles. Chris, are you kidding? No, Netflix is a joke, Courtney, but this is not one of them. Our listeners in LA have the chance to join us for a live recording of our podcast, We Have the Receipts, hosted by me, Chris Burns. And me, Courtney Revolution. Join us and a few surprise guests from your favorite Netflix reality shows on Saturday, May 4th at 1 p.m. at a secret location in Hollywood. To be announced. Get your tickets for the We Have the Receipts live show at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. That's todoom, T-U-D-U-M dot com slash W-H-T-R. Tickets are limited. If you can't make it to the show, we still want to hear your beautiful voice. Leave us a message at speakpipe.com slash We Have the Receipts. You may even hear your own voice on the show. Grab a ticket at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. And we'll see you on May 4th in Los Angeles. Bye, cashiers. Yeah, so that's the original, the people I was talking about till 1965, black, Puerto Rican, Italian, Jewish, I, like that's the original New York personality till 1965, whatever, and it's opinionated, loud, pushy, cynical, fast, you know, to, and of course, politically incorrect. In those days, people spoke ethnically, little, you know, I mean, obviously it's better today, there's a lot less racial tension now, but I'm saying, <laughs> but what I'm saying, In those days, the first thing people said was racial. The first question they'd ask you, what are you? <laughs> and you'd have to answer, you know? They'd ask your ethnicity first. Forget about avoiding. Now, try to get a white person to say black. You're like, what race was he? They're like, oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. Uh. <laughs> In those days, people go, what are you? And you could only be four things back This is at that time. Black, white, Puerto Rican, and Chinese. That was it. If you tried to be something else, people would dismiss it. You're like, well, I'm half Honduran and half Filipino. You could be Puerto Rican and Chinese, so I'm making a decision. <laughs> uh, in those days, first of all, prejudice and racist, two different things. Racist, systemic, prejudice, individual. So some people would be prejudiced, but systemically they were fair. The store owner would be like, hey, wait your turn. You're not next. Get in the back of the line. The colored lady was next. So <laughs> individually, he was prejudiced. Systemically, he was fair. We had the black bus driver, hated white people. And like I say, New York characters, the point of New York, those New York characters, is that most of them were prejudiced. That's part of the charm. Nice people are very nice people. Sincere, like I said, they're supposed to be sincere. Boring, not the most exciting people you're ever gonna be. You gotta have a little bit of a crummy act. We had a black bus ride, I hated white kids, so we rode public buses to school, so he, sometimes you get him, you were excited. Everybody on the bus liked it, because it was a little bit of a story, instead of the usual nice bus driver, hi, come on on. This guy, I'd get on and try to make my friends laugh, pretend I couldn't find my bus pass. I'm like, sorry, I have it here somewhere, I know I have it. He's like, yeah, I know you have it too, and you better have it, because you ain't getting on this goddamn bus without it, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you white people run this country, you don't run this bus, unfortunately, for you. <laughs> I know you think you do, but you don't. I'm like, sorry, it's here. You better, I'll be you little cracker. I know what you're doing. I recognize you. I'm like, sorry, it's here. You goddamn devil. Get in the back of the bus, you white devil. You what? And he'd be yelling, white devil, you white devils. I know what you do. And everybody's like, whoa, like laughing. It wasn't a commission-forming moment back then. But now, even non-ethnic people are very touchy. The New York characters, the obnoxious fan at the game. Now you see them. You can tell they're influenced by society. Now they're like, hey, ump, you're crazy. No offense to anyone with mental illness in their family, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, it's a serious issue. We need more funding for research. Hey, um, 
Oh, why isn't there more funding for research, for mental illness, you know? <laughs> the cranky old ladies now, they're like, turn that music down, you little bastards, unless it's a legitimate form of social protest, in which case I understand. <laughs> the construction workers, girls walk by now, they're like, whoa, look at that strong, independent woman coming by. <laughs> I know girls are like, bullshit, they still harass us. Okay, fine, ladies. Um, yeah, because all those people, and it's not, it's also the internet, obviously, took away a lot of New York characters because, like, Yelp, perfect example, Yelp was a person. Now you read Yelp, I didn't like this place. In those days, you wanted to find out if the deli was good. Some guy was like, human Yelp. He'd come in, he's like, yeah, give me a sandwich. Oh, he's not making my sandwich anymore. <laughs> This kid, he's stingy with the relish, this little. You make it, like he was giving the guy a treat. You make it from now on. <laughs> Directions, you know. And you, now you got Google Maps, Waze, five ways, and it's dispassionate, you know. Make a left, go 500 feet, stop, make a U-turn. Congratulations, you've reached your destination. In the old days, you had to find directions guy. Every couple of blocks, there was a guy. Pretty effective, be out there, miserable, didn't get along with his wife, so he was always standing outside waiting for somebody. <laughs> you pull up, hey, this guy looks like he knows his way around, you know, and he's, he, where are you trying to get to? You know, he'd tell, he had to shame you, that was part of the ritual. <laughs> You're like the Van Wick, the Van Wick. <laughs> How'd you get here if you're trying to get to the Van Wick? You can't even answer that question. He starts telling other people, this guy's trying to get to the Van Wick. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's no, not helpful. He's like, where's he coming from? What does that have to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> the Van Wick, the whole block's looking at you and barren. Then he starts grandstanding because he's got you now. The kids are in the back. He's like, you kids okay with this guy driving? You know, shut up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but the difference was, like I said, negativity, that's what makes humorous characters in New York was supposed to be a negative town. It's a, a city of misery and complaint. That's the whole point. And posit, the positive people were the psychopaths back then because they just came out of some program and you see them on the streets. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I should have crossed the street. I forgot this. <laughs> Heard your girlfriend left you. Blessing in disguise. Well, uh, <laughs> Heard you lost your job. Best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now people try to be positive. I see them all the time. They come, move here. My building, guys get in the elevator, fucking lacrosse equipment. What's up, man? Nothing. So what's going on? Same thing that's up, coincidentally. Nothing. <laughs> uh, this guy goes to me the other day. I swear to God, in New York City, it was sunny, and he goes, how much are you loving this sun? <laughs> Not as much as you are, apparently, because... You seem to be loving it like an Aztec priest after an eclipse, so why don't you calm down? <laughs> I've seen the sun like 2,000 times. I'm over it, I'll be honest with you. I got it when I was young, the sun, and nobody gives it. And, um... Stream Colin Quinn, The New York Story, only on Netflix.